right, Scott? I got a bad feeling about this. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Han Solo. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Can't wait. This is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN. And we roll on with the show. Hour number three. Alan Han, Bart Scott, Bart and Han. 98.7 ESPN. The number 800-919-3776. Get on the calls early and often as we will discuss everything in the world of New York sports. Yes, right. The buffet is open. I haven't done that in a while, Bart Scott. Ooh. You know, it's almost like you hold that at the end, and then you go. <laughs> I am, I'll tell you what, I, after last night's game, you know what I'm, I, I felt good, I like, I don't know if I felt good about it, but I was able to enjoy Tom Brady. Were you envious? Watching him play. I got to watch how I, how I phrase that. I was able to enjoy watching Tom Brady play and do what he does without it being like, damn, I got to see this guy twice that's a year. That's because he's not in your division. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. So as I think about what is coming for both the Jets and Giants, Bart, yeah. this weekend, I don't know what type of optimism you're supposed to have. Like, what? Are, I guess this is the, probably the best way to put it. What are the, what are the real expectations for both of these teams? Like the Jets, people have put it this way. I think you did too. Yeah. If the Jets give me a sort of Knicks-type season. Yeah. Now, now, the Knicks made the playoffs well, and they finished fourth. Like that got a little crazy. Like seven. Like but they, but they, up they until they went games. on that winning streak and you were like, whoa. Like you knew what they were. Yeah. But they were trending up. They showed you something. You felt good about their draft picks. Like everything like, was sort of coming organ- together. No, the organization. Yes, everything felt like, like oh, you know what? Adults. It's well run. So I feel like I feel like right now, right? So the Jets have that type of a season, not necessarily expecting them to make the playoffs, but just show me by the end of the year that the draft picks were right, Beckton is right, you know, because I got a little worried about him in the preseason. Like show me that. And I think I feel good. But the Giants to me, mm. the expectations are a lot different. In yeah. fact, I almost feel like they might be like they might be setting you up more if you're a Giants fan to be disappointed. Yeah. Then maybe like further ahead than maybe they should be because the division just was so bad last year. Well, if they don't go to the playoffs this year, I mean it's a major disappointment because they're ahead of the process. Once the Jets got rid of Sam Darnold, uh-huh. we knew it was the reset button, right? right. And yeah, right. they reset it once or twice, right? And and since you know the ten years or, or however many long it's been since they've been to the playoffs. Right. But when you think about the Giants, they're ahead of the process because they have a lot of veteran guys and they spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money the last two years in the offseason to say that they were solidifying and they were ready to win. Leonard Williams, Blake Martinez, uh, Bradbury, right? Uh, Adore this year making mm-hmm. a trade for um, Soldier or, or signing Soldier, you know, signing Thomas, like going up, moving up to get um, Daniel Jones. So right now, if they don't win, it's reset for everybody. You have to start over again and, and 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 try and find your next 
bridge quarterback or like franchise the, Yeah, like you just said before that the Giants are in kind of the same place the Jets were last year. Exactly. Sam Darnold, and you just kind of felt like if you if you have a bad year and you're finding yourself in a top five pick, you probably got to get a quarterback. Yeah. Because if you yeah, had a bad year, it's because you know your, your quarterback didn't play well exactly. with all those weapons. You know, like you, you really like they're in a weird place. They're in a weird place because and they the have offensive this, line, you don't know what the hell the offensive line is going to give you at all. So you could point to it and just like the Jets with Sam Darnold, like I still like I'm going to watch Sam Darnold play the Jets this weekend, and I'm going to sit back and I'm not rooting for him to look bad. Right. I don't want that to happen. Right. I want him to. I, I want him to have success. I just don't want it to be against. You just don't the want Jets. him to win. You want him to have success. You just don't want him to win. But. But uh, because I made the excuse that all right, Sam, Sam just wasn't the guy. He didn't get a fresh shake. But right, he, it was he didn't have it, nothing went his way. There was nothing that you Mondo, could say. COVID those two years and a, two of the two of the three years. Bad offensive there. line, no a terrible coach, like all the things that could have gone wrong. They didn't set him up well. Daniel Jones, you feel like is set up better than Sam was. Well, we know he, we think he has a coach. We think he has a coach. We know he's got an offensive coordinator. I mean, come on, yeah, Jason Garrett good, knows what yeah. he's doing. He's got weapons galore. The line is what scares you. Can they overcome a bad offensive line or a leaky one? That's what you're watching. But you're saying they got to make the playoffs. They have to make the playoffs. You're, you're starting the season against the Denver Broncos, yes. who which, have which, a which, stout defense. But, but don't matter. See, in our mind, they're going right? to test listen, you listen, listen, out of the gate. I'm listen. I'm an expert, right? Like, and you pay attention. You're you're a bit of an expert, right? The casual fan don't know nothing about the expectations of the Denver Broncos. They seen the Denver Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater, and, and and they lost last year. They had a horrible season last year. They picked high in the draft, higher than you. You're saying we should beat them. right? If you're not expected to beat the Denver Broncos, then who the hell are you expected to beat? So if you're if you're a fan, see we're looking at it because we understand and you're home. Listen, we understand with what fans. right. We understand what the circumstances were for the Denver Broncos. We understand, and me and you know that the Denver Broncos have maybe some of the most skilled position players. When you think about Fant, when you think about mm-hmm. uh, Sutton, when you think about Jerry Judy, when you think about Hamlet, we we know that we know that 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 Javante Williams is a beast. We know that Melvin Gordon is a beast, but he ain't supposed to be better than Saquon Barkley. He's supposed to be better than Kenny Gallagher. So you see what I'm saying? But we know it. that. We know that. You know, the, the, the Giants got a great defense. But, man, you forget that. Oh, Von Miller wasn't there. They got Patrick Sertan. Oh, they traded for Kyle Fuller. They, they, the fans don't know that. Well, you're going to find out. You're going to find out at 425 right. on Sunday. But if you look, you talk about taking the air out of a season, listen, you understand that. You talk about the scar tissue with the Jets. It's a lot of scar tissue with Giant fans because they've underachieved for – since 10 years as well. well. You went to my scar tissue. How, how about this? I mean, this is the other thing because it's just been such a – this run has been, you know, for the for a Giants fan. You come, you win a Super Bowl. You win two Super Bowls in a, in a – in a, what was it, a five-year span, a four-year span? Yeah, yeah. Like you win two Super Bowls. You got Eli Manning. You have a t- – like you feel like like this is this is the best of times. And then you just go a drought like that. You make the playoffs the worst one time, record of any organization. one time you make the playoffs, it's embarrassing. Right. You, you can't get a first-round pick right. But how about this also when you talk about the anticipation of a new season? Yeah. And the Cowboys, by the way, if you're a Giants fan, you're watching the game last night. Upset, like, and uh-oh. you're thinking, uh-oh. all right, let's see if the Cowboys get waxed. Because if they do, I feel, feel, I, feel, I feel good. pretty good. Like, good. all right, they're not going to be that good. But then you watch that game going, mm. oh, damn. Like, oh, there's like, going to be a fight. Like, Dak is good. Yeah, there's going to be a fight. Like, that team's good. Like, this is like, all right, so that's, that's a problem already. But how about if I told you this? The Giants, when it comes to just opening your season and feeling good in week one, 
just feel good. You've always said this. Bad teams don't know they're bad in week one, right? Yeah. Just give me something to feel good about. Let me get off to a start where I feel good. Nine of the last ten years. Nine. Nine of the last ten years, a Giants fan has woke up on a Monday or a Tuesday and said, we suck. Right. You lost. But Like, I, like you can't even you, like, you feel t- good. Like, start off the season. So you, all you're asking is... Just start the season off with something positive to feel Alan, good about. Alan. And historically, they don't do that. Alan, you can take it a step further, right? You talk about the last nine years. Just, let's just go the last three years. What's the month of September look like Ugh. for the Giants, right? It's always, it's always over. And then the last year is the injury to Barkley. So, which just took the I mean, took so, everything out, so, took all the air out. So we talk about Eric about, Flowers, like was two years ago, was it or three years ago? Eric Flowers was an absolute turnstile, and they just kept putting him out there, and everybody's going, "What are you doing?" What are you, so, so what they're you, fighting over who gets to go against so, him. Rock paper scissors. So are you telling me that's the <laughs> definition of, of insanity? Yeah. So are we at the beginning or the end of insanity? Insanity with Thomas, because oh. you say Flowers. Thomas yeah, is saying, hold my beer. He's really got to right show now. you that so, last year was so, not what it looked like. I mean, so far in the preseason, it's pretty much looked like that. So I guess what we're, what we're saying is, it's different expectations for both teams, yes. fair or unfair. 800-919-3776 is the number. Go ahead. And what I would think is, like, really what you're trying to find out is Daniel Jones the starting quarterback. Is Saquon Barkley worth the money? Right, and it's Thomas the, the the answer at left tackle, or do we have to move him to right tackle and move the person that we paid fifteen, what fourteen or thirteen million dollars a year to play left tackle, left tackle with Nate Solder? Nate Solder, right? So you you're talking about that, right? Because at the end of the year, those guys are playing for their jobs, whether they want to admit it or not. And you have to ask yourself when you, when I talk about the Jets, and okay, we feel with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala that they have the adults in the building to turn it around. You have to ask yourself as a Giant fan, if this year is a failure, is Dave Gettleman the man for the job? Well, I mean, no, clearly not. Now, Mike Mike says on Twitter, you know, he says, I feel like you want the Giants to be a disappointment. I do not. We don't want any news. It, 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 no, no, no. It's bad for business. I've told people it's this It's horrible years. for business. It is bad for business when the teams in New York suck. Like, it's bad for business. Because people don't listen. They they, well, they, they, go, just, they you, go do something else. You just, They're like, you know, yeah. I, I don't have a team this we're year. We're learning that about, about everything. We're learning this about, I think, Sports Talk Radio. We're learning this about everything. There's there's so many other things to consume these days. Like, I'm not that, wasting my time. That, why, yeah, why am I? Nah, you know, nah, I'm not wasting terrible. my time. I go, binge, I go binge on Netflix. I'm not, I'm not wasting my time. I'm damn sure not listening and, about my team. diehards. They'll just go to podcasts where they say, you know, the, it's fans running podcasts who just are all happy or, or just really ticked off. And they don't, you know, like that's what's going to happen. So, no, it's bad for business. I want it's every New York team to win. are competitive and good because you get a t- chance to talk about them. You so know, no, yeah. nobody's rooting for that. By the way, I'm a huge fan of Joe Judge. So, nobody's rooting for that. And I've met, Dan- I've met Daniel Jones. I've talked to him. I've interviewed him. I met him before he got in the league. I like this kid and I really want to see him do well. There's a lot about him I like personally. So, I want to see him do well. But as he continues to say though that if if, if it's not going to work out you get yourself a quarterback with the Bears pick well I don't know where the Bears pick is going to be who says they're going right. to be bad right right they have a good defense they and then you take a out with your own pick with a new GM yeah you know what that is Mike that's hitting the reset button that's yeah. starting over that's what we're talking about and we, would you tell Mike because he's listening he, he's not on will you tell Mike who I picked to win in division Oh yeah, no. Bart's all about the Giants. Like you believe, like in the Giants. I went, I went and I defended this organization. After watching the Cowboys, you still ESPN. Ch- after watching the Cowboys last night, you do not change your mind. No, You're not at all. Listen, to listen, this. because we haven't seen what the other teams look like. 
Like, yeah, they looked okay. They looked good, right? right? But it's still flaws in this team. Like, anybody can play, have a good performance. Can you can you do that every week? All right, let's take some calls here. Again, 800-919-3776. Keith in New Jersey. Go ahead, Keith. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I am definitely a disgruntled Giant fan. You know, um, what I have to say that I appreciate what you did for, for the Jets and, you know, following your career. I enjoy what you do on the radio. However, um, with the Giants, I mean, gentlemen, in my opinion, have to go. He did nothing in North Carolina. Um, you know, I mean, Justin Pugh, Eric Williams, and Thomas, you know, disasters. Uh, Daniel Jones, as much hope as optimism everybody has to have, I have to be realistic. Um, seeing him play last week, he looked as if he's in midseason form. And it's just really a continuation of Eli. You know, the last several years, the Giants, we have problems scoring more than 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. I don't see where that's going to change. Maybe you guys can show some insight what it would. Well, the only way it changes again, you you well, Galladay Galladay's a great red zone. The problem is they they get there, but they can't finish. Right. right? So Galladay traditionally, if you talk about playing to the back of your baseball card or football card, right? He's a guy that has been a a touchdown machine when he was in Detroit. Last year was the first time that he wasn't available. You know, in his in his four years of his career with Detroit, he's been a touchdown machine. Another guy that they got that's sneaky in the red zone that helps you get seven instead of three is Rudolph. Right? Rudolph has always traditionally been one of these guys. That finds his way, yeah. Kyle Rudolph finds his way to the end zone, and Slayton, I think, has really been one of the picks that, or discoveries, or one of the bright spots of what Dave Gettleman has been able to do. The issue is when he picks. You know, high, he hasn't been successful. And those shows is supposed to be the no-brainers, right? Lawrence, he's been good. He hasn't been he hasn't been great, right? We aren't looking at, at Dexter Lawrence like like Muhammad Wilkerson. Like Sheldon, yeah, he had three picks that he had three picks that year. Think about it too. Dex, he's been he's been fine. Yeah, and but of course the other one. But he was, was picked high. He's high. He's the he, cornerback that got in a lot of trouble. Baker, uh, Evan Ingram, by the way, an, another guy that you know you're staring at him. Like, when are you going to reach the potential that everybody sees you have? Right. He's dealing with the calf injury. He hasn't been practicing. You you know again you worry about stuff like this because. You got all those. You got all these pieces that, on paper, looks like the Giants could have an offense, a better yeah. offense than they've had the in a couple of years. Style. We and believe the defense, in the defense. I, yeah, I actually think they got the defensive side of things right. But it's a tough first couple of games here on the schedule, and we just know. I'm just taking. I'm not taking the Jets thing for granted. I'm just saying, like this for me is like one of these years where I'm not really caring about. Right. Not caring. Of course, you care about wins. <clears throat> to me, this is more about. You know, show, look, show me something. Let me see if you trend up. It's a young team. Okay, let me just look see. like a professional outfit. But the Giants feel like this is a show and prove kind of year on many levels. They were one game. Not a in, Super Bowl contender, but show me something. They were one Jalen Hurts game from being in the playoffs last year. Six wins. I mean, yeah, but still, like you know, and, and, and but they were trending in the right direction. You talk about the the eventual Super Bowl champions. They went right down to the wire with them. Right. So like they showing you flashes, but we need consistency and we need to see if Saquon Barkley is what we say is. And if he is what we say he is and what we thought he was, then he's going to put a year together like Adrian Peterson. I'm not going to make it an excuse for him because he has a torn ACL because I saw the greatest running back or one of the best running backs Uh of our generation come back from an ACL and lead the league in rushing and almost Break the rushing record with a bad offensive line. So Good Saquon point. Barkley's going to have to. Carry. We keep asking Daniel Jones to carry this team. It's time for Saquon Barkley to carry this team. Because guess what? Who was picked higher? Saquon Barkley. Oh no, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Is Saquon is the guy that really you would you would look at and say, can you you know can you get it done? Um, interesting enough here, uh, reading a tweet here from Ryan Dunleavy who said. Uh, 
I asked Saquon Barkley if his disappointment week one, which is from last season, and he was highly criticized, if you remember, yeah. caused him to change his style in week two and maybe led to the injury. He said yes. He was trying to prove himself to people instead of playing right, tough. the love of the game. And he says, I will not do that again. So, you know, he had that stuff, the criticism, all the attention. So, again, you're the number two pick in the draft. People are they say you're generational. Right pick, they say you're generational, and you need to carry the team, just like you're saying. Like Derrick Henry carries the team. Well, Derrick Henry's also, but he, but beast. he carries the team. Alvin Kamara, all the players coming the back from injury this year. Nick think about Chubb. think about all the players coming back from injury this year. There's several of them that had injuries that ended their seasons McCaffrey, last year. McCaffrey, T.J. Watt, and I, I think Saquon is on the list of at least the top three to five that you are like really got to watch this guy. And can he can he have an impact coming back off injury because it's critical that he does? McCaffrey, of course, is probably the top of that list. Yeah, I but think, Saquon, see, Saquon right but, there. But, but you understand what I'm saying? I mean, Joe Burrow. But, but, but listen to what we're saying, Allen. We're saying is is Saquon right there with with Chris McCaffrey? Chris McCaffrey was not picked where Saquon Barkley was picked. He's supposed to be equal or greater than McCaffrey. So we have the same expectation. Well, how his you, his he's first year, ACL, his, no, his first year was ridiculous. Yeah. No, who else is Rookie like McCaffrey's coming off of ACL too? What I are we just, talking about? We're talking about the same thing. These are apples to apples right here, right? Everything that we that they expect McCaffrey to be, we expected Saquon to be that, but just a bigger, stronger version of it. I just don't know if, if McCaffrey's McCaffrey is going to get the same type of criticism. Like it's going to be heavy criticism. Yeah, that's because on that's because of the market, right? Yeah. But when you think about it, what are we saying that the weakness of this game is for for the Carolina Panthers? They have a porous offensive line. So if McCaffrey's able to lead his porous offensive line mm-hmm. and Saquon Barkley can't carry his porous offensive line, then it's easy for us to say that McCaffrey's greater than Saquon Barkley because everything else is equal. Receivers are equal. Robbie Anderson, Slayton, right? You talk about DJ Moore. You talk about Galladay. All things are equal. Saquon, I mean, you talk about, um, you talk about um, Sam Darnold, Danny Dimes. All things are equal. It's no advantage. These are apples to apples. But the expectations in Carolina is that McCaffrey's going to come back and be a thousand thousand guy. So we need Saquon Barkley to be the same. Because guess what? That makes Daniel Jones' life easier. That makes listen. If you can be a bad offensive line, but you can run the hell out of the ball. Mm-hmm. Usually, bad offensive lines are exposed in pass protection. Well, guess what? If Saquon Barkley's popping off five point four point five yards a carry or six yards a carry then Daniel Jones don't have to throw the ball that much, and that offensive line isn't going to be exposed. So to me, the bell cow, just like we talked about Ezekiel Elliott, so see, this is what, this could be the future of the Giants. Because I think right now, if you, if you gave Dallas truth serum, they regret giving Ezekiel Elliott $90 million. Yeah, you see, you saw, you barely so are you saw him. So are you, so are you going to do the same thing? Yeah, you barely And give Saquon Barkley 100 and twenty million dollars. Well, that, well, that's all again. Another part of this story is that this is a campaign for him to get paid. This is his year to get paid. So this is a huge year for him. So I don't him. want to hear all about you got to work, work yourself. And it sounds back like in. he's one hundred percent. It sounds like he's ready to go for week one. Although he refuses to acknowledge that he's definitely playing. I think we all can feel confident that he will play. Back to the phones we go. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. John is in Miami. John. 
gentlemen, good afternoon. So obviously watching from afar here in uh, sunny Miami, but I got to tell you that I think that the the, the most underspoken about storyline this whole offseason is the play calling ability of Jason Garrett. I think that coming into the season, knowing that we have a weak offensive line, knowing that we have Saquon Barkley coming in, at least for the first month, Gimpy at best, I think that the play calling, knowing that obviously we have a weak offensive line, is going to be a testament to what this season is going to be about. And I think Jason Garrett is on watch, at least in my opinion, in terms of his ability to call the right game plan, given the fact that we have deficiencies in the offensive line. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Thanks for the call. Remember I, I, what he did last year. You right? got to be creative, but you also have to understand that that you have a quarterback that is susceptible to turnovers. Yeah, but remember so what he you did. Might last- be half the book you can't use. Yeah, remember what he did last year, right? He brought in extra linemen, and listen, they signed enough of them. I mean, <laughs> instead of putting two tight ends in the game, yeah. why, why don't you put five linemen and two wide receivers out there and make them tight, tight end eligible on both sides? So you go tackle, tackle. You know what I'm talking about? You know, Tiger. I mean, the, but the, but the, the expecta- problem, like I said, the expectations are so much different for both of these teams. Yet it feels like they're not that far away from each other. Yeah. Now it's crazy, but that's really that's how I see it. And so you know that that's how we go into week one for the, the teams yeah. in New York. Because we got the Jets and the Giants in both their matchups, uh, as we'll continue to look at that, and we'll continue to take your calls at 888-800-919-3776. We do want to take a moment here, though, Bart, to congratulate our producer, huh. John Winthrop, and his wife, Kelly, on the birth of their son. Yeah, getting him off there. Wesley Arthur Winthrop, by the way. Wesley, Wesley. Arthur Winthrop. <laughs> I mean, is that a king? That's a that's a name of royalty. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of that. Oh man, what's that? What's that Scottish movie? Ten thirty this, this morning. I always do that to you. It was about, yeah, the gentlemen's or something like that about the the secret society. I'll get it. Okay, Don't worry. you want to look that up? Yeah. I'll look well, we want to congratulate John and Kelly, uh, especially Kelly did all the work really. John was done nine months ago. Yeah, he was coaching. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Whatever input John had was done nine months ago, and everything else has been support. All he did was go get the ice chips. Yeah, so again, but happy to report, though, both mom and baby are doing well. Great. And so we congratulate them, and uh, we look forward to getting John back once uh, he's had his time with the family. But congratulations to them. A welcome addition, of course, to the 98.7 ESPN family in New York. This is 98.7 ESPN. Taking your calls on week one of the NFL. What you saw last night from Tom Brady and the Bucks. I mean, 90 seconds. And Isn't he it just, time for like, Tom Brady to change his name? Like, you know how like Puffy, you know how Puffy always changed his name? Prince changed his name to a symbol. Shouldn't Tom well, like Prince change did his that name? For, for a reason. Like, yeah, yeah. Business, I, I, business I, I, reason. I understand. For that. I understand it with his, TB12 with his, with his is, masters. But no, no. We call him Tom. I think it's time for him to elevate from Tom. You know how Diddy was like something loved and he was P. Diddy. He was Puffy. But I think Tom, it's time for us to. He's. He's, no. he's like he's like like a like a uh, uh, butterfly. Like he's turned into something beautiful. Like in his older age, like he went in the cocoon. By the way, he went and got TB12 in his avocado ice cream. <laughs> he's evolved into something else. I don't. I feel, he needs I don't his feel, own avocado yeah, ice cream at this point. I just. Feel, we, it's all we ever say in reference to him. But how great were the commercials? It was the one commercial he did with Giselle. About was it the the one of the cell carriers? Nah, and, and he's like calling around, and and one of them was to Boston, like a bartender in Boston. He's like. <laughs> No, we won't have you back. He goes, yes, you would. Yeah, you're right. We would. <laughs> like, it was just, I like, got to watch it, man. I miss it. Like, it was see, so I'm, good. See, I'm a channel surfer. 
Oh, come on. So no, no. to go to commercial, I turned to something else. That one was pretty good. Like, oh, like, man, that one was good. I, I did like that one. And that's what I that, that's what's weird is like Brady becoming likable to me as a Jets fan. Because it's he like is. he's so much different now that he's out there. He did what most old people do. They grab their stuff, they pack it up, and they move to Florida. And like he's happy. There's like something in the sun. Like, you know, you don't want to move to, to Florida too early because you get that like leathery like look on you, like you look like um dog the bounty hunter. You know, your skin look all like layered, like man, you you have soaked up too much sun. You have not use any uh, sunblock. You know what I'm saying? That is not SPF 50. Uh, you, I, I mean, Sunday, obviously, we're busy, right? Sunday, especially yeah. you, you're busy, to be honest, and why, right? Yep. Jets, uh, Jets post game. Pre and post. And, and all that stuff. So we have that game, and that game's at one, and the Giants are 425. Then we have the late game, which is going to be a really compelling game, the Sunday night game. So Sunday's a busy day. But uh, tonight, are you at all curious to watch Mets-Yankees or are you like me where I'm almost like, I, I, what else can I find to do just to keep me from watching it? Because if yeah. I do turn it on, I'll get sucked into the vortex of misery. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know if I want to at this point. I have laundry to do today. So, I mean, I, you know, I've been kind of grinding, doing a lot of different shows. You'd rather do laundry I got to go pick up Jack. Because now. listen, I was promised, I thought I would see Jacob DeGrom. Fair. I thought I was going to see Garrett Cole. Yeah. Guess what I got? I got Diaz and Chapman. Mm. That is not what I signed up for. Throw up in my mouth. It's like when you show up to see the Temptations, but it's like the ones, <laughs> all the ones that got kicked out the group. So it's like, it's not even a real group. It's not Gladys Knight. Yeah, it's like, like one pip. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, no. <laughs> Gladys ain't there, just a pip. Like, oh, I ain't coming to see. That's no, just one pip. Yeah, I ain't coming to see the pip. <laughs> you get one pip and yeah. some fill-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come like on, that's man. what this is. Exactly. No, but it's. Eddie Ruffin didn't show up for the you show. Know, yeah. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, like this series. It's look, like, man. Tomorrow's different. Tomorrow, obviously, it's there's a much different emotion about tomorrow. And you have Michael Kay and Buster only on the call, so of that's course the only you want to listen to that. That's the only reason I'm going to listen. Yeah, right. right. You, you get that on the call on ESPN Radio. But like the series itself, just removing tomorrow and the importance of the day and you know having baseball in their memories and all that stuff, like that's a different situation. You don't got me Sunday. I'll tell you, you, don't, you don't, I'm out Sunday. Out. Yeah, and I'm a Yankee fan, and this stuff matters to me. What time is the game? What time is the game? It's seven. It's a night. It's an evening game. No, no. Okay, I'm yeah. not talking about that. I'm talking about tomorrow. Tomorrow's like, the evening, also. So tomorrow's the evening. Yeah. So you mean to tell me if ESPN? I don't know what the matchup of the week is. Like, but the match oh, college of the football game. Yeah, yeah. The college, the college football game matchup of the week. I might have to challenge after, that one. I'll probably challenge serve that one. <laughs> you go T boy. You, well, you go watch the condensed, the condensed game. I might have to watch condensed game. <laughs> no, I want to see the everything of the ceremonies, everything else. Like that's a different kind of feel. Yeah, tomorrow. the ceremonies, but after they start but, the game. I mean, like tonight. Yeah. To, I, I want I want I want something else to worry about tonight. Is it more? I don't like. Ooh, Washington, Michigan. Washington coming off the, the the L, you know you're talking about hardball on the hot seat, khaki pants. What you watching, Allen? What you watching? Give me a reason to watch. Like so, so the Yankees. So this is an amazing stat that came out of this this sweep, four game sweep loss to the Blue Jays. I, oh, is that they didn't lead the entire freaking series, Bart? They didn't have a lead, a lead. Home runs tied, like Garden had a home run tied, Rizzo had a home run tied. Other than that, no lead. No, did not lead at all in the series, which is something they haven't done since 1924. What? Listen, the Yankees. Almost 100 years, and like you haven't, like a lead in a series, in a four game series, just a lead. One nothing. Never. Never. Like, what the hell? And these are the Blue Jays. 
that it's it's what you know Aaron Boone. I mean, what is he going to say at this point? You know what? I don't know exactly. Like, what is he really? He's got to say something, but it just reaches that point of man. You know what? And, I don't know. Yeah, and and what he's basically saying is is like, oh, it can turn. I I, I believe you want to believe in your guys. You think it can turn? But if all it turns, stuff. what does it mean if they get there? This is trending in in a direction that you just can. You know what this is about. You Blow know what up. this is like. Blow it up. No, Are you ready to blow I mean, it up? You can't. You can't. So, so, well, so, you can't blow it up. So, what's the consequence of repercussions next year? We gonna just run it back? No, they'll they'll have. They've to, been running it back. Make adjustments. They've been, they've been running it back for the last three years since, what, since over, 2017. Over 100, over 100 wins, right? Get to get to the postseason. Let us. 2017 down. is this the is, high mark, and that was supposed to be the beginning. That's the most maddening thing. Yeah, they're going in the wrong 2017 direction. 2017 was supposed to be the high mark, and that. That was only supposed to be the beginning. It's only gone down. And that's when you wonder, like, where do you go from here? How do you get this thing to where you think it's supposed to be? And and I, I don't have an answer for it because it's either somebody's hurt or somebody's not playing up to par. I mean, the, they are losing guys left and right. And that always seems to happen around teams that are just on uh, the bad luck, hard luck teams. It's just that's what's happening. But I don't I I want to have a reason to get into this series this weekend. And really, like, get like have fun with it because you know the Mets need every game. The Yankees certainly need every game. Like, you want to dive into this thing and really feel like this is going to be a lot of fun. What a wild weekend this is going to be! It should be, but it just feels to me like it's depressing. Tell me, tell me, I'm wrong. Tell me, I'm wrong to say that this series this weekend went from what could have been. I mean, this is going to be wild. This is going to be a lot of fun. Nuggets, this could be spicy. Rival, and now it's like, this is depressing. You you're going to sit there and you're going to be completely like, like, oh God, when like, Andrew Heaney comes into yeah. it, oh my God, like what do we do? Like, you don't think that both sides, you're sitting there being absolutely depressed about what the reality is. Two teams on the outside of the wild card trying to, trying to climb your way in. Yeah. The Yankees fell out of it. And you're telling me you're, oh, I'm fired up for this? How are you fired up for this? I think How could you possibly have any emotion for this type of series right now looking at the way the teams look? No chance. It's hard to have a rivalry renew, but maybe somebody pitch somebody inside and make some bad blood. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I can see uh, Peter Alonzo suplex Aaron, Aaron Judge or vice versa or something. I'm like, a warrior. I, I just, you know what I'm saying? I just want to see some beef. Like Maybe they can start some beef or something to get heated. Hey, you want fights? Yeah, I want somebody to Stop. hit somebody inside or somebody intentionally hit somebody happening. on the hip or ain't something. Happening. Give me something. It ain't happening. Well, I ain't watching. Neither team. Well, I ain't watching. Exactly. Neither team's built like that. I watch it in this game, and you can tell, yeah, Strowman's built like that. The, o- the only, the only, the Strowman o- hit somebody. The Strowman's. only aggression you saw out of the Mets was towards their own fans. Let's be honest. Yeah. So maybe maybe Strowman. The only emotion. Maybe Strowman can hit somebody. Yeah, Strowman will be a guy like that. Yeah. Look, like I said, I wanted to be into this. I'm not. Yeah. And that's a problem. And isn't crazy, right? When you think about the Yankee season, they've been breaking records year round. They've been breaking hundred year records because remember they broke the the hundred year record of thirteen wins. Hadn't been done then. And then they go right on the other side. Like exactly. That's the that's the beauty of like the baseball guys. They give up and they take them away. Here we is, we're a couple of weeks, about a month ago, we were talking nah. about the Yankees winning more games than they've ever won in their history. Now we're talking about them losing more. Yeah, in their nah, history. I, like I said, I just it's feel depressing. like... You, you listen, when you got drawn in, I said, listen, man, be careful, 13 wins, everybody got excited. I said, listen, man, chappy old chappy, I'm a little nervous well, about that. Like, I Britain felt like is out can, there, you, now Loisica's gone. Yeah. I got nervous because they still had the same issues, the same thing in this world that make you laugh or make you cry, and I saw it coming 
And this is a heavily flawed team, and it has to do a better job. Heavily flawed. One, and keeping them, one, and keeping them healthy. Two, and building this team the right way. Who stays? Who goes? Mm. Somebody has to pay the price. Like they got away from who they were during the winning streak. They were. They. It felt like they started to do more. It was more fool's of the goals. It running. was no. It was fool's goal, right? Because they were winning one game. One game leads, right? They were. They were winning games. Well, that, that but was how were they games. winning them though? It wasn't but that, but just all, all or but, nothing but, home but, runs. But how? Did, but they shouldn't be one one game um, wins. What are you talking about? They what don't I'm have saying to blow teams out. No, you no, just, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is when you have close wins, like things go right, and it can be a lot about luck or somebody getting hot or something like. That. Oh, you're, but, you're saying the law of averages? Yeah, the law of averages. It's going to swing back the right way because they weren't playing baseball the right way. They weren't closing out games the right way. Chappie's flawed, man. That wasn't just 13 games, though. That was, a, that was almost 40 games where they were they were a really good team, and that has just completely fallen apart at this point where they can't score a run. And now they play against them. And two te- like It's like Spider-Man pointing at each other. Like This is two teams looking at each other. Like, both of them know Venom. they we should be better than this, but we're not. Spider-Man and and we're going to sit and watch this thing, and I'm telling you, it's, it's just a feeling of depression yeah. watching this. Like this, We're watching teams, and you're just like – what I so wanted to go to the game and get like a hot dog. I know you so I like everybody should know this. Bar is trying to get me to go to one of the games, and I, why am I investing myself in this? I just want to go get this. some of the food. Like you just want to eat. Yeah, like I, I like the different type of food at different at different places, man. They got you something. like you like something to drink because. Uh, it's Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. We are brought to you oh, by see, Truly man, Leave it up to the Yankees to have my guy all low seltzer. energy, man. See how my guy's all low energy. Try Thanks Truly a lot, Hard Yankees. Seltzer, 100 calories, 1 gram of sugar, 5% alcohol, 27 different flavors. Truly Hard Seltzer Beverage Company, yep. please drink. Alan's going to drink all 27 flavors because he's going to need every 5% of alcohol to have him get through the weekend. Well, there it is. Yeah. Did they just say, did he really just say? Major disappointment. No, I Major. am. I am. By far, looking more forward to seeing the Jets just be competitive. And the Giants, listen, at this point, I'll take anything from New York. Giants, do something. Please, hope. We need hope. Right now, the only hope that we have, is it the, is it the, the Nets? Well, I are mean, they, are we waiting for no? I do not. I do not. Listen, built to I, win I, it all. Listen, listen, I like do it's not, all or nothing for I them. do not want to go through another season as a New York fan and have to wait to November. Like, listen, I do not need my teams out of it. Listen, I don't need the Giants to, to, to win the Super Bowl, but I need them to be relevant at least to basketball season start. I don't, know, I, I don't want to start looking at college football in a different way, figuring out who can we get to help us win and start sucking for a duck or trying to figure out how we're going to win or trying to get Trevor Lawrence. I, need, I, listen, I, don't, I don't want that party, man. We don't like when New York teams are bad. Our ratings are go, it's horrible like, because you guys are going to be miserable. Listen, the first – uh, form of like uh, is acceptance, right? Like it's acceptance, right? And, that, and listen, w- w- ever since we've been here, we watched. At least I've been on the radio. I've had to watch like the fans of New York go through these stages of acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where they they deny it, then they accept it, and then they forget about it, and they just accept it and they move on, right? I need them to to be inspired. I need them to be hopeful. I need those stadiums to be rocking like the Garden was rocking, man. Come on, man! Like I, we need our teams to step up. I just our city needs it. I just felt it's like been far like too said, long. I've been looking forward to this series pretty much all season, yes. anticipating that it could be. Well, boy, both teams could be playing for something real special. And even like as much as a week ago, it still felt like wow, this is that's going to be a critical series for both teams. And when has it been like that? And now it just feels like just tragic. Eh, you know, like eh. Can we ask the fans out there, like Ooh. their level of acceptance? So we know what we're going to do. I, we're going to. 
I, I, I wonder what I, they're going to do. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine there's like, like Mora on Twitter just sent a, a tweet saying, "I understand how you feel. I'll watch tomorrow for the ceremonies, but not the game tonight." Though she said his Real Housewives episodes Sunday football. Might even watch some tennis. Mm. Might even watch tennis. There it is. That's it. That's, That's it right there. It's low bar. I, I'll no watch Serena and Odal. I'll watch. I'll watch, I'll watch Djokovic. I'll watch it all. Rather than I'd rather sit through that. Tennis is tennis is a, a good three hours if no, it's no, a good just match. So tell me this: Can we ask our fans? Because I know we don't have that much time. You know what I'm saying? This is a special edition of Barton Hahn for only New York, right? But I would ask them: Can we play the game? What would you rather? What would you rather do than watch Yankees Mets this weekend? Yes, that's, that's how I feel. There it is. Yeah. That is. 800-919-3776. That is the question. That is the number. Because I'm telling you, I, I do like if I sit down and turn it on, I'm gonna I'll be mad at myself. I'll be depressed. Like I caught up in it because it's like it's not worth my time where these two teams are headed right now. So what do you say? What would you rather do than watch Mets Yankees? Of course, you want to hear Michael K though and Buster Olney on the call tomorrow. But you can listen to that later. But to watch it, to actually <laughs> yeah. sit and watch it. Do they still have like those little things where you can listen to it like a and you put on your headphones and go to the park and go to Yeah. Okay. There you go. The app. That's how that works. <laughs> this is 98.7 ESPN. The Bucks did what they do. Tom Brady does what he does, but Dak Prescott and the Cowboys looked really good. And in fact, if you're a Giants fan, you kind of wonder, are they the class of your division? Jets, meanwhile, uh begin a new era again. With Robert Sala as the head coach, but also Zach Wilson as your quarterback. And Bart, um, last year we were all in love with uh, Makai Becton. Yeah. The tackle, first round pick, was fantastic. A well, dominant Brian player. Brian was, yeah, I mean, I think I, I he's loved, the head of the fan club. Yes, he was. He's like, move out the way, let his mom get there. <laughs> and, and so there was great expectations coming into this year because they go and get Elijah Vera Tucker, so another Excellent. young Shake offensive lineman. And they're just trying to build up the offensive line, which Joe Douglas has focused on. But Becton, uh, remember, all right, let's first play. Um, here's Michael Floor talking about the tackle for the big tackle for his offensive line, the guy protecting his young quarterback and the issues that he was going through in the preseason. Makai's going through some things right now. He's not playing at his best, and, and he knows that. But at the same time, kind of like I was just saying with you know all the pass protection, you know how it takes all eleven. Makai, he didn't have a training camp last year. He didn't have an OTAs you know, last May and, and June. So he's still working through some things. Uh, I got all the confidence in the world, Makai, because one, I know how talented he is, and two, he's a good dude, and he's going to work through all this stuff. You know, so uh, we got a long way to go across that whole front, across this whole offense, myself included. You know, so he'll keep on going. We're only one preseason game in. Uh, we still have over three and a half weeks until we go out and play Carolina and uh, every day there's still slight improvements that he's making and you know we're just trying to you know take it one day at a time right now all right so again that was the beginning of preseason and there was some concerns that he was going through some stuff so okay the end of the preseason we're heading now into week one so Makai Becton was asked did you figure out all these issues that you were having that LaFleur was referencing I was not going to lie, I was a little confused about it, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I've overcome it, but never that was. Did you go meet with him after that? Did you guys talk it out? No, nah, I didn't talk to him. Yeah, I overcame it, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I'm sure All I'm good I do now. is win. Ah, oh, no, let that ride. Don't cut that off. Well, what, well, what are we. Because re- Maccabi taking blockers up, down, up, right. down, well, up, but down. But what are. What, what are we referencing then? What was he going through? What have you heard? Well, 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 listen, right? He was getting like shellacked a little bit, getting taken advantage of by Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson was dominating him pretty much 
in preseason. And it in was practice. It, yeah, and it was reports that his cardio wasn't up to snuff. Remember, all gas, no brakes means you better be in shape. You know, and that's different, right? Because it was a different philosophy. It was a different um, type of offense last year. So, like, maybe the techniques that Becton is more comfortable doing was last year, and now somebody tells you, hey, we're going to block this same play. It's similar to what y'all ran last year, mm-hmm. but we block it differently here. We block different fronts. So now, like, you have to take as a young player everything that you learned last year and throw it away because different people have different techniques and different systems. And that can be an adjustment period, especially when you feel like you were in cruise control and what you did last year was really, really special. The only person that he struggled against was Melvin Ingram. He, and he's so important to them that they really don't want to see him take a step back. So hopefully yeah. that, that whatever it was, they, on, they get Paula, him right. Paula, do it. A two steps forward, a two, two steps, steps back. back. Go together because that's a man. The track. You, you, don't know, know. you don't know the words. Two steps. You know? I do. I just had to get yeah, the You can start going. The matter of fact. You know black people just like mum the words. Like I still don't know the words a good time. We did that. What was that, two Rickin years in, ago? Working in the raven. Oh, Good God. time. Uh, we, we were going through all the creepy songs. Uh-huh. So somebody apparently now is making a, a top five creepy songs list that they want to <laughs> put together as we were going through all the different ones um, on, on this show. But as we were asking the question, like something you'd rather do other than watch Mets-Yankees because it just feels like this was something that was built up to be, wow, this is going to be a great series and a great rivalry and both teams desperately need these games. So it just feels like it's a little depressing now, how poorly the Yankees have played. They have fallen. I mean, it's just amazing to think that they are now uh, just, I mean, sitting there, Toronto's a half game behind them now mm. for that second wild card. They fell out of at least having home field for wild card. That's now they're chasing that again. There's still, of course, plenty of games left, but man, they are trending in the wrong direction. And and I, I feel, as a, like I said, as a Yankees fan, I, just, I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm seeing. It's hard for me to buy in. It's hard for me to buy in because I know what I'm looking at. Marco on Twitter said, as a Yankee fan, I'm done with the Yanks. The series with the Mets is basically who stinks less. <laughs> That's probably the best way to put it, right? right, right. Like Mets and Yankees is, is gone like, it's, from... It's like who's fighting for ninth place. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's again. That is. That's just how I feel. I, I can't. I can't help it. But that's how I feel. Now, of course, again, as I mentioned, tomorrow. Did you add to people on Twitter too. Like, what would they rather? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying that just they don't want to watch. You know, and I don't blame them. That wasn't a question we asked the people. We asked them, what, what, what would they would rather? rather? Well, I've gotten the I've got the usual stuff you get. You know, okay. root canal. Okay. You know, week one of the NFL. Okay. Certainly, I'd rather watch okay. that as well. Okay. But, okay. but still. But again. Tomorrow, though, is special. It is different, obviously, yeah, yeah. because it is 9-11. And, you know, again, Michael K. will be on the call, Buster Only, uh, on ESPN Radio. We know how much baseball meant to the city. Yeah. The Mets, the Piazza it moment, means, obviously yeah. the Yankees in, the uh, in their playoff run and the going to the World Series uh, all the way to the very end, which, you know, is still amazing to think that they, they did lose that series. But it was a big part of the healing process of just kind of getting back to a feeling of normalcy in a lot of moments, and that that certainly is, I think, something that on a day that is, I, I don't, you don't obviously celebrate an anniversary like this, but you do celebrate that part of it, the spirit part of it, Bart. Yeah. But you know, just we are where we are right now at Seaport, it's really just a couple of blocks away yeah. from you know that. That the ground zero, yeah, ground but zero. was ground zero, and now I mean, we it's work, every time I, I, I work walk here, World I see, Trace yeah, we're in the tower, we're yeah. right in the shadow of the tower, yeah. uh, of one world that has replaced it, yeah. you know. But it's still to think about it just for a few minutes here, twenty years later, where we are, 
you know, compared to then in that moment, it's just it never gets easier, right? It, it, it doesn't it, leave you, right? It's, it's something that always going to stay, and you just try and celebrate the lives. And you know, I'll be right close to it because Sunday I work at Four World Center because that's where S and Y is. So mm-hmm. I walk right by the memorial and all that stuff, and it's it's touching, man. Yeah, um, it, you know, I think and f- from afar, right? Because I wasn't a New Yorker at the time; right. I was in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- I was in Lake Placid with the Islanders at, at the exact moment it happened, and you know. Coincidentally, Lake Placid was a, a, it, that's what really stuck with me. Lake Placid was a place that where the country kind of got its spirit back in 1980 yeah. when with the team, you know, obviously Miracle on Ice, the gold medal right. team. And it, it was at a time where we didn't have a great spirit in the country, and that gave us a spirit back. And it's amazing that there I was in that place when we, we lost a spirit, you know, that day. We, 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 it, we took a, a hit. And it's, you know, to think that people from the outside tried to change. Our way of life. Twenty years later, it's kind of happening from the inside now. Yeah, you know, our way of life is being threatened by just the fact that we we band together twenty years ago. Twenty years later, are we any? Are we are we we're, together? Or are we yeah, apart? Yeah, we're infighting. Right? You know, and, and, I, and I wonder if like, we just take that data like this. We can remember and say, hey man, what are we doing here? Maybe we can use it as an opportunity to come together as a company, come together as I mean, a country and as a people. Say, hey man, listen, we're better than this. Like, yeah, well, just to realize let's that rally. we we get more we get more done together than we do obviously apart. But it's just to me to me it's absolutely you know that that day where it's hard it's it's hard to to not think about all those things tomorrow. And everybody like especially those here in New York, you feel you feel like you knew at least somebody affected. You feel like you you knew somebody that was lost that day, and you can't also take a moment you, you can't not take a moment and think how about all the first responders port authority police the nypd fdny all those people that ran into the building and you got to think about that certainly as well it's a day of reflection tomorrow there's no doubt about that it is a day of course that we'll have baseball and the two new york teams playing each other and remembering what baseball did for this city and then, of course, the next day we have the beginnings for the Jets. We have the beginnings for the Giants of a new season for them and hope that always seems to come from it. So, Bart, we'll try to reflect this weekend. We'll try to enjoy sports this weekend. And we'll come back Monday and do it again. God bless. This is 98.7 ESPN.